Chapter 2. Preservation. When I view and hold physical media in my hands, namely today's Blu-ray or 4K discs, I'm constantly reminding myself that what I'm holding is not just a physical copy of a film, but also an object that preserves and protects a filmmaker's true artistic work and their vision. Most physical media in today's market is designed to withstand the test of time. Blu-rays and 4Ks in particular are made up of several durable materials that resist environmental factors such as heat, humidity, and even light, all of which can be degrading on many digital storage systems of films over some time. So, from an archival stability standpoint, physical media ensures that films will remain intact and be reliably accessible in the years to come. Aside from the quality of the discs, the discs, and equally important, their cases, give us all a tangible and accessible means for storing our favorite films. Unlike many digital formats that become obsolete due to technological changes and in some cases discontinuation of certain file formats, physical media can be played on several compatible devices for many, many years, making it much easier for future generations to access and enjoy the work of their favorite filmmakers. When I also speak of the preservation of films through physical media, Another crucial aspect that comes to my mind is this idea of cultural heritage that is captured and preserved on the disc. Most any movie in one way or another is reflective of our societies and the time in which they were created in. Film fans and enthusiasts alike, I think, even people in the academia communities, can use physical media to help them further understand filmmaking and storytelling as a whole, most notably capturing and preserving the cultural norms that were present and in some cases even polarizing at the time that the film was produced. A big one for me here is also knowing that with physical media, I get to hold and preserve a filmmaker's film in the original quality of its time, without any sort of dependence on a digital infrastructure to view or distort the films in. There is no complex system that the movie needs to be spit through in order to get back to me. I have a case, I have a disc in it, I open the case, insert the disc into my player, close it, and I'm good to go. Going back on this idea of complex digital systems being relied upon to hold and cherish our favorite movies, compatibility with digital technology is always of concern to me, especially when it comes to accessing older content. With this idea of preservation, so too does that idea apply to special editions of films that may only be produced for a limited time. This can be your collector's editions, director's cuts, unrated cuts, alternate cuts, or even the physical copy itself being made with special materials or including providing add-ons that go beyond just your simple viewing of the film. Some collector's editions contain film cells used on the original film negative, prop replications, script notes, memorabilia, and much more. Depending on the exclusivity and uniqueness of an item, they may also rise in terms of their value and desirability across the global film community. The Cases of Movies Cases of movies serve as a documentation for the history of cinema. Beautiful cover art, packaging, and any promotional materials included with physical releases all provide you with additional appreciation and worth to any film upon its release, as well as the reception that it's going to get received over time. It's actually quite hard to put in the words just how valuable this aspect is alone towards us understanding the full weight and cultural impact that movies have on all of us. Going even deeper on this, the quality of film that can be preserved through physical formats sometimes can make the case 
for offering supreme high-definition video and lossless audio, which provides you, the viewer, with the truest cinematic experience that you can have outside of being in a movie theater itself. Many times, I would argue that it rivals or even surpasses the quality that streaming services will be able to provide you. This should give filmmakers peace of mind knowing that at least with physical media, their vision is being tangibly preserved and undisturbed by any bad internet connections or streamers that are concerned with censoring their work. If I talk about really old movies or classic films, physical media is an excellent outlet and source to be relied upon for these movies to undergo a detailed restoration process. Detailed restoration processes, again, are detail-heavy, and they focus largely on repairing and cleaning damage or deteriorating film. And when the processes are completed, they in turn are stored and preserved on physical media, which is only going to contribute to the longevity that the film has. Preservation over time also offers viewers the opportunities to revisit or discover works of old in new and exciting ways. Commemorative anniversaries and new editions celebrate the significant milestones that movies reach, and they pay great respect to and offer a lasting legacy towards certain films. Chapter 3. Given Meaning Something that I find concerning in the age of streaming that we live in is this idea of movies holding less meaning and impact on our pop culture and our society as a whole. Allow me to explain. Today, there are thousands of options to choose from on any given streaming service between movies and television shows. In 2023 alone, there were an estimated 43,000 movies and shows that were available to choose from between eight streaming services alone. That's not even including all of them. Now, while a part of me thinks that this is great, that there's so much to choose from, there is another part of me that has also noticed that with so much out there on these digital libraries, movies can feel less important or significant when there seems to just literally be an endless amount of them to scroll through. Even if I choose to maybe bookmark one or two of them, it's not the same thing as setting one movie out aside from the shelf or taking the time to appreciate it directly in my hands. Chances are, even if I do bookmark one of these digital titles and I watch it and I really end up enjoying it, what am I going to do after that? I might give it a thumbs up in the system on whatever I'm watching it on, and then I'll simply kick the tile to the back of the line, or in some cases just have it get lost in what I would refer to as this endless digital black hole that streaming has created. Most people when they watch something that's really great on streaming services, they're not likely to go out of their way to literally share the title with others so that they too can appreciate it and have discussions over it. Sure, they might tag it on Instagram or some other social media channel, but in the end, Due to the sheer volume of content that's out there that we are subjected to on digital platforms, it will still very likely just go in one eye and out the other as we continue this cycle of endless scrolling for more and more to get our attention instead of taking the time to slow down and look at what's right in front of us. Another scary thing that I'm seeing is movies literally going missing. I mean, I mean missing, gone, never to be seen again. Streamers deem that they didn't perform well or are getting in the way of other titles that they want you to see. This includes both original and catalog content. If it's original content, this is damaging on multiple levels. For one, it completely disregards and to me disrespects all the work that went into creating a project only to have it get swept away and totally disregarded by its viewers. 
You can ask most any filmmaker or even a person that is an avid movie watcher this question. How would you feel if something you made that costed loads of money, time, and personal investment was simply erased from the earth, never to be seen or heard from again because the people that bought and paid for it just felt like it? How would that feel to you? Or maybe because they were looking for a juicy tax write-off, that's why they do it. Happened this year with uh, the Warner Brothers film Batgirl. Literally, like a $90 million film that just got completely axed because they're like, eh, it's just not going to do great. The answer is likely no. I would not like that. I would not like that, Jordan. In fact, how about we don't do that at all? Why don't we try that instead? When it's catalog titles that this happens to, it can mean that you or history itself may eventually never know that something even existed or had something to say. It'll get lost over time because if it's not being supported on a digital platform and no companies are taking the time to invest in physical media, let alone for an older title that they see no worth in, what physical media is going to be left for the title out there is likely extremely limited and scarce, once again causing works of art to literally disappear and lose all meaning and purpose inside of the cultural eye. I have some examples of this. I'm not just making this up. Some recent examples of this include, starting with catalog titles, there was the movie Cocoon by Ron Howard in 1985. You can't find that anywhere on streaming right now, along with the rest of these titles. Dawn of the Dead, David Lynch's Wild at Heart, Dogma, that's Kevin Smith's movie. I actually have the physical media copy of that, but you can't find it anywhere to stream. Angels in the Outfield, it's a great Disney film from 1994. Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found unless I actually own it. And this isn't just exclusive to the catalog titles. The original streamer titles have done this as well. Most notably, I remember Disney Plus did this recently with the Brian Cranston film, The One and Only Ivan. I think he's like a zookeeper that's taking care of a monkey. I haven't seen it, and I probably should after what I'm talking about for it, but they took it away. They just took it away. You can't watch it on Disney Plus. There's no physical release for it. It's practically like it never happened. And again, when I see people pouring time and sweat and money into something to not have it be released, I question this. I don't think it's right, and I think it's a disservice to the people that you put on the project to begin with to have them work on it, to have it be seen by nobody. At this point, I do think that I should make something clear. When I keep expressing concerns over movies or even shows getting pulled from streamers for the foreseeable future, I'm not talking about the simple matter of a movie or show that underperforms and doesn't get renewed for a second season or a sequel. This is something that happens all the time, and from a business standpoint, that makes perfect sense to me. Not enough people watched it, or it was really expensive to make, and the studios just didn't see a return on their investment. I get it. They are pulling projects entirely. That's the difference. Not to be viewed later by someone passively interested or curious? No removed, gone, permanent. That, to me, is the real concern here. Something else that I just thought of here with this. Is it just me, or does it seem that with movies and shows being available at the touch of a button with, frankly, little effort going in to get to that point, is it just me, or does it make us lose appreciation and devalue movies themselves because we are conditioning ourselves to expect instant gratification and satisfaction upon watching something and having it immediately available in our hands. If you don't like it, ah, fuck it. Just keep on scrolling and look at something else. 
Never mind that the film that you totally dismissed because you were on your phone during the opening or talking throughout it didn't connect with you, so you choose to completely disregard it and pay no mind to the fact of how much work it took for people to even let alone get it made, let alone having it just get in front of you. No, doesn't matter. I find myself getting upset at that one in particular for many reasons, the biggest of which being the utter lack of respect for what's in front of you and again, how much work it took for it to get there. I don't know how to break this to you everybody, but getting a film made, released, and distributed, it's a true labor. It's a labor of love, don't get me wrong, but it's a labor nonetheless. When you factor distribution on top of it, not the making of the movie, I just mean simply getting it out there to the public. It becomes very costly for any film or show to be able to do this. So again, when I see people so nonchalantly casually dismiss and disregard film after film just because they can, it just gets under my skin.